everybody hi i'm a snake i'm a snake <laughs> look at me slithering that's why i'm not i believe that's what chasing plastics insinuating that ah. that viral early viral video i don't want to uh hold off any longer it's uh miller time oh man slumming it huh well uh it's sam summer in cans oh Gotcha. It's just easier. I pour it into a glass, so it's easier on um, me taking the recycling out. I pour mm-hmm. recycling bins. The neighbors with the noise, five hundred bottles every clinky, week, makes. clank, yeah. And and you don't you got pour it in a glass because you don't want to cut your supple supple lips. They are supple, supple and very supple. I mean, visually, I I they they look it. Goddamn theme music. Uh, yeah, they're supple. Yeah. Um, we, uh, sorry we're a little late tonight. We had baseball. Baseball started our baseball. We were working, yes. we're 2-0. Two, two and oh, So we're good luck, Squeezer. We are, it, it's been fun. I, well, this is I don't me, know. I don't Everyone know. get ready for it. This is me getting my hopes up. I don't know how fun, la- last night was a rainy mess. They still won. They still won, and I mean, we made it entertaining for ourselves. I don't get me wrong; like my chest hurt from just shivering. Um, right, I was in the the warm. Well, the truck was damp. Munch was there. The truck wasn't yeah. <laughs> that warm either. But it wasn't damp. It was not damp. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, by the time by the time we are done with the show, hell, by the time we probably even start the show, it will be opening day, though. Uh, yeah. Across most the of the most of the East Coast were on the Northeast United States. Allentown, Pennsylvania. Most of the teams in this area, if they had a game, uh, the Yankees specifically changed, moved theirs to Friday. All right. Yeah. So I don't think they're playing. Are you? Were you working them up? No matter what. Uh no. Oh. Well I. No, not in the evening. I will. I will. I will do all the work, get the show together, and then. Who knows? It might be. It might be a no opening gates rain. Whoa. Yeah. Doubleheader Friday. I'll be at uh, hockey. No, I think I think they should make it Saturday because you know more people will come out on a Saturday. I think they're already making it Friday. Ah shit. I think they have to. Oh. Because it's the only you. time Columbus is in town. So in case uh, there's a rain on In case it rains on Saturday yes. and move it to Columbus. Well Columbus isn't that far. They can come back. We've made that drive. I have made it many times. Yeah. Too many times. You know, two, I, two times. <laughs> There's two more times than I would have liked to make it in my life. Aw, uh, be nice. You sound kind of like you're not on your mic. Uh, no, it's pretty much there. Scratch one, your mic. Two, one, two. You got, hang on, let me. You got that? No, nope. You're on your headsets. Uh oh. 
You want me to kill you and I'll talk to the people? You let me know when to bring you back up? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Let's, uh, right, kill him, Squeezer. There he is. He's dead. Hey, thinking, 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 yeah. Whoa, Squeezer. He thinks he wants to get close to the mic, but he doesn't have the right one working, yeah. I remember this is too much, oh man. It's more, more calls for Vinceism. Goddamn, pal. Oh, oh, there he is. Yep. There he is. Now he's on the right mic. You, you sabotaged me so that you can try to get away with doing impressions. Well, I mean, I'm going to do them no matter what. <laughs> you are. Um, yeah, so it was baseball's back. That's a, something no one wants to hear us talk about. So let's talk about something <laughs> else they don't want to hear us talk about. WrestleMania was this past weekend. Yeah, it was. I try. I don't. Was... Now, listen, I'm going to start it off yeah. by saying. I don't watch the current product. Uh, I did not watch Monday Night Raw, even though I was like, I might check out Raw. That was so good. But I try every <laughs> year to at least catch, even if it's just some matches, I try to watch WrestleMania as much as I can. And this year, yeah. I, it provided me an opportunity to watch it. I had Peacock on uh, while doing a hockey game in the truck for day one, so I didn't see most of it. But then then that night after uh, after Enchantress went to bed, I went up and watched the rest of it, and I'm like, man. This was good. This was fun. Uh, uh, Cody, That's the, the key word right there. Like, it, it was fun. Cody Rhodes was back, uh, which everyone, I mean, Jake swore to me it was a work, and he's still with AEW, but he uh, he signed with back with, oh, God, you're back. The son of a son of a son of a plumber. Baby, please, Cody Rhodes is back to do what I could never do. The American nightmare doing what the American dream never did. Win that WWF title belt. Um, the the Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch match was fierce, man. Those two. I I, I that's the one I still didn't watch it because that was beat before the I got shit home. Shit out of each other. God damn! I thought you were watching on your phone up there. Uh, I was. I watched the uh, Ray Mysterio match. Oh up yeah, there. and then the, the Paul uh, kid was come out and but, uh, play. Stupid hockey, so I had to stop. So uh, yeah, I had. I'm in a position where people can see me, so yeah. I can't just wedge my phone in my camera and watch it like other people do. <laughs> so um, I I thought it was really cool that whoever I don't know what his name is, but the, the announcer quoted when when Cody's in the ring to like lock up with Seth Rollins, he's quoting with zero context, and unless you knew it was from the game, nobody knew he was quoting Ocarina of Time, and I was like, what the fuck. Turns out Cody's a big Zelda fan, so I think that was a nod ah. to him. But I'm like, that's from Ocarina of Time, and uh, it was. It is uh, uh, the I flow have of to go back and flow of time. Maybe, maybe I even caught that, but I didn't think anything of it. Well, he didn't say it like there, unless you knew the the flow of timeline. As and I, I've seen it. You know, I've played the game recently. Sure. Um, and it's it's uh. A line from Link to Zelda. It's uh, the flow of time is always cruel. Its speed seems different for each person, but no one can change it. And um, he like he just says it like like he's right it coming up come like coming up with it off the top of his head. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, nice. And I gotta. Then I, go back. I was it. planning on rewatching it at some point in the next 15 years. So uh, I'm gonna go. Oh, oh great. I don't know if you should go back and just for that throwaway line, <laughs> watch that. 
But it was, I thought it was well, nifty. I, I have a few matches I missed. I got to catch up. Apparently, so I'll, I'll the, jump around. the guy's name who said it was Corey Graves. I have no idea who he is or what he what he's, what he's from. But he, uh, he's the guy with the uh, neck tattoos. Oh, uh, well, he's, uh, he quoted, he quoted Zelda and that was pretty, pretty rad. I guess they all have neck tattoos now. So. Um, Charlotte Flair can always wrestle. I said that ever since I like every time I see her WrestleMania match, I'm like, oh man, that woman could wrestle. I don't know how, if I could say the same about uh, about Ronda Rousey, Joe, that and I was... will I will be doing Dusty talking about Jake the Snake. Don't you worry, <laughs> my friend. Ronda Rousey was, um, yeah. it was that was rough. And then the Stone Cold K- Kevin Owens stuff was fucking awesome. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that and then the next day too. Well, we're on day one, Squeezer. Oh, God damn, I didn't know pal. we were going to go step by step. So next, that I was like, oh, that's, you know, on paper, it looks like night one killed it and night two isn't going to live up to it. But um, Enchantress was like, I'll watch it with you. So we put it on Sunday night and night two stepped up. It's the, the edge match was awesome. It seems that they're um, reforming some form of the brood. That would be uh, awesome. Uh, the I, I loved everything about this Austin Theory kid. The future Universal Champion. Vince's uh, Vince's goddamn favorite um, came out with him, and then Pat McAfee, man, you know, for a kicker, impressive. he did some good work. I liked his Jordan Elevens. He was burning around though. Yeah. So and um. Then you know he he jobbed to Vince and people who were giving him shit. Um, people who were giving him shit were like, uh, you know, what the fuck? Who doesn't job for Vince fucking McMahon? You sell it. And then Stone Cold came out, gave the worst stunner, the most botched stunner, and Vince had to be fucking. Yeah, <laughs> there's be. there's no way that he. That- like he started flopping before he even got in his fucking head, the classic <laughs> yeah. Vince flop, and 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 Stone Cold just has the biggest fucking smile, and you never see Stone Cold with that kind of smile on his face, like yeah. a huge that smile, was legit. Like oh, he got me. That was just because we we talked about how Rock sells it the best, or did up in Triple H sold it pretty good too. Oh, he did too. Yeah, uh, but your boy Theory sold it really. So really wait, 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 Austin Theory sold it sold it pretty good. But Pat McAfee's so Pat McAfee gets in the ring. He <laughs> thinks he's drinking a beer with Stone Cold. Takes the stunner, laying on the outside, pouring beer in his mouth like a champ. It was great. Yeah. But um, but like Vince loves a rib, so I definitely know. I I mean, all the stories you hear Bruce tell that Vince loves a rib, and you could tell he was ribbing old Stone Cold. And it seems like Vince is back into it for a while. The product seemed to be PG. Going yeah, nowhere. there was some, some. It was edgy. It was edgy. Yeah, profanity in there. Apparently, it's the work of Bruce, Vince, and uh, some man named Nick Khan, not related to Tony Khan of AEW. Um, but yeah, there was. I, I thought it was fun, and, and Joe, I thought two nights was fine. Um, I think watching, if you watched all that in one night, you'd be fucking exhausted. Yeah, problem is they really do have a lot of people now, and hell, even. Uh... Yeah, there were a lot of guys that got left off the card. Well, uh, rest, WWE, I mean, say what you want about AEW, Impact, the Indies. WWE has always been the backbone. Like, WrestleMania weekend, wherever WrestleMania is, 
everyone else in the wrestling industry is there too. WrestleCon was in Texas. Uh, Impact was in Texas. GCW was in Texas. I'm pretty sure AEW was in Texas. Everybody goes down to Texas because it's WrestleMania weekend. So go where fucking WrestleMania is and put on shows in all the smaller venues. And that's what they did. And that's awesome. You know, let everyone else get their beaks wet, Vince. God damn, I want to taste though. Uh, But yes, I found. And then I was like, maybe I'll watch Raw. Yeah, (laughs) I didn't enjoy it that much. (laughs) I'm waiting to hear Squeezer. Are you going to stay with it? Uh, No. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I I I try. I watched. Uh, I caught the second half of Raw. Oh, so you did? And then I did. Yeah. Are you gonna watch SmackDown then on Friday? No, no, I haven't watched SmackDown in years. It's not worth my time. I... Problem is, every time I turn it on, something is not happening. So. Mm-hmm. I swear, every time, I'm like you know what, I'm gonna tune in and see what's going on, and it was. Literally nothing happening. It was always some kind of filler piece or two people that I have no idea who they are that don't look interesting to me. So I just, eh, I'm done. Well, WrestleMania is a a, spectac- a, a spectacle. Spectacle. It's just single yeah. night. And Ish, you're a sweet boy. He uh, he gave us a nice review, another review on our mall show. He said, "Thank you." Taking another wonderful stroll down memory lane. Join RK and Squeezer in this fun-filled trip to the mall. Remember the smells of pretzels, past the scent of Walden books, and the itchy pants your mom made you try at Sears. Another great show for the series, and leaves you ready for the mall show four. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm ish. Thank you. Ish, yeah, it's your sweet boy. I don't know. I don't know who a lot of these people are either. But it was still uh, the spectacle of it all made it fun. Yes, that set was awesome. Yeah, and then without the spectacle, though, it's like mm, no one wants to watch. They still make fucking Vince has money pouring out of his asshole. God damn, that's right, pal. Um, yeah, but it seems like Stephanie and Triple H aren't really part of the show. They were calling all the shots when I left it. Hmm. Right? I think so. Yeah. Or at least that's what the internet had you believe. Yeah. Sure, it was always going through Vince. Yeah. Um, so we, I got an email. <gasps> you know oh, how I always okay. like. Goddamn emails. Oh. oh, hang on. I'm just. Hang on. Just itchy. Chin. <laughs> cheeks are just itchy with this hair. I think this is for uh, body hair squeezer, not face hair. Oh, well, my ass is so itchy. Yeah. And, uh. Uh, so, uh, Anne Marie, I won't say her, her last name, reached out. Manscaped wants to sponsor the Rad Years. Hey, oh. we came across the Rad Years and think your content is a great fit for us. They must. I like this. If they don't get back, if you get back to me, Anne Marie, and say, why were you talking shit on Manscaped on your latest show? I'll, I'll call you and entertain your offer. But I don't think you listen. You just got you look at the numbers. Uh, my name is Anne, and I'm reaching out on behalf of the audio marketing team at Manscaped. Manscaped.com. There, you got your free plug. We're interested in advertising on your podcast. They want us to send over some bona fides and stuff. And they want to know if we prefer baked in or mid-roll ads. I don't know what those are. Um, Is that like, like mac and cheese? Mm. Audio only or YouTube as well? We're on YouTube right now. 
Wow, God. This will help us move forward. Let us know if you're interested, and I will send you over everything you need. We look forward to hearing back. Cheers. Uh, Anne-Marie, she's an acquisition associate for Manscaped. Well, Squeezer. It's like one of the dino wranglers in, in the Lost World. What? And you saw what happened to them. What? An acquisition whatever she is. That's what they are. They drive up in a cool Jeep and put a noose around their necks and then put us on display for profit. Um, so I, I figured that they could use a spokesperson, Squeezer. If they're looking for the Rad Years podcast to be advertised, that is true. I don't. I don't think it would do us justice. I. I think it's only well, fair that. Yeah, I, I called your lunch lady and I asked her if she would oh, have anything shit. to say. Oh, hi everyone! Hi, hi, Squeezer. I was thinking of your manscaping. Uh, uh, um. Hi. Hi. I just wondered. Back in the day, did you stay <sighs> trimmed for me? Wait, what? Was there any a glimmer of something that might happen and you just stayed trim just in case you did a little manscaping on the dingleberries? No, I was... Uh, there was nothing to oh, manscape you, yet. You were a smooth boy, weren't you? Well, I'm still pretty smooth. Like a little butterball turkey right before you put it in the oven on Thanksgiving <laughs> morning. Oh, I would have basted you with all my juices. Oh. Anyway... I could use a manscaped trimmer. I mean, it's man or woman. We're in 2022. Why do we have to pronoun the trimmers? I've got a giant bush that could be chopped down to a, a oh, nice landing on. strip for squeezer. I serve airplane peanuts on my plane ride. <laughs> what? That's right. Anyway, I am going to do a commercial ad for Manscaped. Do you have a little boy who's grown into a little man who you like to feed hoagies and trays of uh, uh, sloppy Joby? <laughs> but he just got too hairy and it's not like old times. Well, Manscaped can help. Get the nightest trimmer device and just score it all off of him. Then rub him down in some Crisco and you got your little butterball all back to yourself. After he's got his face buried in my tray of sloppy Joe meat, if you know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, pick up your Manscaped trimmer today and make sure the little boy that you used to harass in uh, lunch class is still smooth as the day you met him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for shopping at Manscaped. Alright, I gotta go. Bye, everyone. Uh, bye, Beatrice. Man, if there wasn't a better ad for Manscaped. Uh, you know what? I hope somewhere that gets pulled and they get <laughs> they get taken down because someone thinks that that's a real advertisement, that this mm. pedal lady is uh, selling their... Yeah, mm -hmm. that they're associating with such yeah. awful people. And Marie's going to be uh, replying back. You'll be hearing from our attorneys. <laughs> it goes right from we want to sponsor you to a cease and desist. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cease and desist all ads with uh, that poor impression that's clearly the host talking to a megaphone. <laughs> <laughs> we know that's not an old woman. Wait, what? He's quite perverted, by the way. I'll be like... Boulder Dash. 
She's a lady. Uh, until it comes to trial, and there she is, the actual person <laughs> oh, yeah. walks in, and I go into shock. It's been real this whole time. Oh, man. She starts trying to jerk you off by the stand. Well, I wasn't going to go that far, but... Um, she wants to open sure, your can I, of I, Vienna sausages no, I, <laughs> right, there in the, right there in the courtroom. I mean... I, hot oh. dogs. Oh, my hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> You're so proud of yourself. <laughs> Uh, You've been waiting all day for that. Well, since yes, since yesterday, yeah, since yesterday, yeah, I've been really excited too. I love when we get to advertisers who who want to want to really make an impact and and get on our demographic and our brand. You you were beaming, like telling me how we got an email for someone that wants to advertise the show and basically give us money. But not because people want to advertise our show and give us money because it gives you five minutes of material to shit on. Him. I got stick. <laughs> Sometimes you just need some material. Uh, I don't know what else has happened. Uh, WrestleMania has happened. Um, I didn't watch Moon Knight because Enchantress is out of town. So we'll, we'll have to catch up on that tomorrow. But. Um, I don't know. What else? What do you got, Squeezer? You got any news? Uh, what? no, I got nothing. I was. What do you, you think? Do you think Vince is gonna put the strap on Cody Rhodes, or is it one of those? No, I can no, see you as middle, champion. Start to push him, and then they'll middle him out somewhere, bury him, and then they'll move on. Ha <laughs> ha! That's what you get for leaving me. Because <laughs> yeah, The Rock will come back, and The Rock will wrestle fucking Roman Reigns at WrestleMania in L.A. Yeah. Huh. That makes sense. Fuck guys. Baby, Cody, you're always going to be the working man, the common man. You're making about 10 times what you were getting at AEW <laughs> just to sit here and watch AEW have fun and you just getting paid, baby. So don't even worry about it. Yeah, there's that too. I'm sure Tony Khan can't pay it close to what fucking Vince pays. Yeah, because if it's true that he wanted more of a piece of it. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I were him, and I I'm, I see this from a tertiary viewpoint, Squeezer. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you start this company, and you're the fucking star. Like, you're, you're the rebel. Like, this is his, essentially, idea. With the young bucks and some hangman Penny, Kenny Page motherfucker. And without even Tony Khan, they do their all-in pay-per-view and, like, sell it out with fucking Jericho and shit. And he's riding high, and he wrestles fucking um, Was that the one he wrestled, Goldust, Dustin? Uh, Was it that, or was that the first pay-per-view? I don't remember. He wrestles Dustin. They bleed all fucking over the place. And everyone's like, oh, he did it. He stepped out and he takes his sledgehammer to the to the throne, you know, chopping down Triple H. And he, you know, he did it. And then this fucking guy who can't even run a football team starts signing every idiot who's sour of fucking Vince McMahon not pushing him. 
Because like you can't push everybody. Like that's just the way it is. And that's yeah. that's why you need a couple different companies so people could go guess get a fresh paint of coat. Right? Yeah. So he sees Tony Khan hiring every fucking guy that Vince won't push, every soured tasted fucking WWF superstar that Vince cuts their show up in AEW. Oh, there you go. One guy after another. Um, and he doesn't want to be the guy who owns the company and gives himself the belt either. So he avoids doing that. Right? Yeah. So now you're at a point where you start this company, but it's owned by Tony Khan. You're just got this nice title. You don't have a piece of it. You don't get the big contract because there's like now a thousand people in this company that he signed that eventually are going to have to go somewhere. Right? Yeah, well, it, it's they have like working contracts. It, they don't sign like long term deals. What does that mean? Explain that. Like, like they get they get paid when they work. Right, they work. They work, and they're allowed to work other places. But they work, and they yeah. only work like one day a week. It's not. It's not the grind of WWF. Yeah, the, the touring. But eventually, Tony Khan's gonna say, "Hey guys, we but gotta hit the road." Have the job security. What? It doesn't have the job security. No, we got to hit the road and tour. That's how you make money. You're not going to make all that money on television unless you fucking tour. <laughs> you got to sell the gimmicks. Got to hit the road. You know, the, I think the allure of taking it on the road and selling out more than Vince is too much for him. He's going to do it. I don't know. I, I don't know. Hmm. I just think that uh, are you fucking crazy? Of course it's gonna. And Vince is gonna. Vince he probably left there making under a million dollars a year. You know. Oh yeah, sure. And now he's probably in a five to ten million dollar, or five, at least a five million dollar contract. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what the I. I don't know what they're paying their guys now. They got a billion dollars from Fox to put SmackDown on. I'm sure they give gave a couple million uh, to Cody. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's how it works. It always trickles down to the employees. No, well, you have to sign talent to keep ratings up. So yes, um, sure. That, but everyone wants to be there, so you don't have to give top dollar. You give top dollar to your big draws. Yeah, and Cody at this yeah. uh, the, taking the vice president from AEW. That's a fucking sure. that's a draw. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I don't know if it's that much. I, I I heard it was in the. I mean, I don't. I heard from fucking dirt sheets, but I read that it was five something from five on. It was a lot of money hmm. compared to what he was making when he left. Oh sure. So yeah, of course he's gonna fucking do it. Even if he has a mid carter, like you know, it's not about your fucking push; it's about your fucking money at some point, right? And then once yeah. you're making that money for a few years, then you start complaining about your push. All right, he was making three. He made three million at AEW. So yeah, no. See, it's got to be at least five then. Right? It is an uh, I don't know. The internet says it's unknown, so uh, I'm gonna go with. So no one knows if it, the internet doesn't know. So he doesn't even know. He doesn't even know. Yeah, but if he's made three at AEW and he wanted more and they didn't give it to him, yeah. and Vince did, what would you think he's making? 
Uh, for a much more three, grueling schedule. Three, 3.1. <laughs> right. I bet it's 10. I'd bet money it's 10. Mm. You know, and then you're life-changing. So eh, we spent too much time talking about this. Let's talk. <laughs> let's let's start the show so I could talk about wrestling more. <laughs> Who goes first, me or you? Oh, shit. That's a lot of pressure. Um... Well, Wait, let me think. What we? What was even last week? Last week was malls, malls, right? And yes, and malls three. Your first pick was Macy's. Mine was side. I went first last week, so it's yours. Okay. Oh, my turn. Scared, nervous. Here it is. What? You're going to get an education. I'm going to teach you myself. Marge, it's too late. The boy's ten years old. Let's focus our energy on Lisa and the other one. What's your problem? Whacking day's coming. Woohoo! The greatest day of the year. But killing snakes is evil. Maybe so, Lisa. But it's part of our oh-so-human nature. Inside every man is a struggle between good and evil that cannot be resolved. I am evil Homer. I am evil Homer. I am evil Homer. I am evil Homer. <laughs> I love when they go inside Homer's head. Uh, yeah, I had to. Uh, there was other clips I picked where I'm like, oh, it explains Whacking Day, or this is specifically about Whacking Day. I'm like, no, you got to leave an evil Homer because it's one of the best things to ever come out of The Simpsons ever. <laughs> so, and it's just a quick little throwaway thing, but it's fucking, it's so wonderful. Uh, Whacking Day, season four, episode twenty, uh, which was uh, this is 1993. Um, Conan O'Brien right? Yeah, it, it, it like kind of hurts my head thinking about that. Like, yeah, it was coming up on thirty years ago. It was Whacking Day. Um, and Barry White guest stars as himself in that, in a, a good use of the awkwardly forced celebrity cameo. I think um, there's times when it works, and you heard me bitch when it doesn't. Um, but. Really, and so I went back and rewatched it because I haven't watched it in forever, and I forget that Wagging Day is almost like the sub story, like it's the overarching. It's there most of it throughout the whole episode, but Wagging Day really doesn't become a thing until, um, like the third act where it really kind of like kicks in. Uh, the majority of it is about Bart being expelled and Marge homeschooling him. And that's where like you see uh they have the classroom in and grandpa comes in to talk about World War II. That's where he does the burlesque show for Hitler. Yeah, and his br- his his uh sandbag falls out of his <laughs> Yeah. His, ah, that's his not a booby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um uh Oh, it, it's what the hell else was uh what was the other one that I'll think about it later. Um, it's, I I would put it. It's not top. It's I would say top twenty five. It's good. It has. There there is because you went outside of like season because I would almost take like season six five six seven, eight nine in there and that's like my top one hundred right there in all those. Mm-hmm. But in the earlier seasons, I say this is up there amongst the best. Like in that the first four, 
it's in the top five for sure. Uh, and then once we get in the whacking day and you have Homer with his, his whacking stick, he just bought one, uh, him doing his like ninja thing with the snakes, like, and the whole time Lisa's, you know, typically being Lisa and not having fun because it's awful to kill snakes. And the only people that agree with her is basically her and Barry White and then Bart because he finds out that the whole thing is a scam made up to uh, beat up the Irish back in the day. Mm. Yeah. Why it required whacking day, I don't I don't know. But uh, And then you got to put a stereotypical Irish guy that looks like a leprechaun there, like smoking a pipe. Um, I assume that that's what you're going to look like when you eventually age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, is a, oh, the World War II thing with, uh, Grandpa, uh, mostly pitched by Conan O'Brien. Hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, there's an Itchy and Scratchy that is basically, uh, a parody of JFK, but it doesn't matter because Bart's not paying attention because he's starting to learn to love to read. He's reading Johnny Tremaine. Um, oh, everyone loves Johnny Tremaine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's a, a fun episode, and I like that they, they you have some somewhat moderately anthropomorphized snakes, like they're they're self aware. Um, and then uh, yeah, Lisa uh, plays bass in this episode too. I did not know. Yeah, she for bass. Barry White. Yeah. Yeah. He's a musician. Okay? Uh, um, yeah, but uh, the highlight of it all, though, is the evil Homer gag. We couldn't afford books at Catholic school, so we watched the Disney 50s Disney movie of Johnny Tremaine instead. It taught Ugh. us just as much. <laughs> uh, I don't think I, I never read it. Oh, I, I actually, we actually did read it. Oh. It's good. It's about the, it's the whole... Uh, Boston Revolution, the British are coming, Paul Revere, and the uh, Boston uh, Tea Party, whatnot. Yeah, I, I've I've seen the movie. Oh, you've seen the I've, 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 No, no, like the the Revolution, all those uh, made-for-TV docudramas. There's a good History one. Channel and A&E. Like yeah, one. there's a good one about, like, Sam Adams that was sponsored by Sam Adams Brewery. Yeah. It's called like, uh, I think was that the one on that was that A and E yeah or his history thing. yeah, but yeah that was really good I love it that, was that, really dramatized but it was good yeah they 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 take a few liberties right. from time to time Samuel Adams is this fucking like strapping oh, he's young a rock star stud and he's like a big player in this and hmm and it goes the commercial for yeah, summer ale. Yeah, Sam Adams. Well, yeah, it was cold snap at the time. It was uh it was during the winter. it was like February. <laughs> All right, here is my first pick. Jake the Snake Roberts, the match is at hand. Well, well, the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Here we are at WrestleMania, and it's the biggest match of your career. Why? Because everything you stand for is on the line. Namely, the million-dollar belt. Oh, yeah. It can be yours once again. You see, all you have to do to get it back <laughs> is go through Damien and me. 
But you see, Damien and I don't forget. We remember all the times you made people grovel for your money. These were people far less fortunate. We may remember all the times we made you. Blah, 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 blah. God, he's so good. Yeah. That was that was not scripted. It was just him. Uh, I'm talking about not just Jake the Snake, but when I was a kid, Hasbro put out this toy. They took a rubber snake that they probably sold for like a dollar or two dollars, put it in a canvas, a green canvas bag with a jawstring with uh, Jake the Snake in red screen printing on it and sold it for $10. <laughs> and they never once in the box said it was Damien. It just said Jake the Snake's snake. I had the snake. And the snake was this cool. Ve- this very snake? The the toy one. That, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I had it. I had the toy. I mean, it was a $10 toy. And I, I pretended like I was Jake the Snake. Like, I did a lot of... Like, I was... I mean, I, I did, like, in my mind, create my own wrestler. You know, it was me. You know? Yeah. I had this... You, you had your gimmick. I had my gimmick. I had this t-shirt that my mom got me from Kmart. And it had this, like kid with giant teeth on it playing beach volleyball and it said flying ryan and <laughs> uh, let me see if i can't find this flying ryan kids t-shirt 90s try that uh, probably not oh my god i found it oh my god i found it holy shit <laughs> the fucking internet is a beautiful what do i what do i google i'm sending it your way don't worry all right (laughs) this is a bit i honestly just checked like i didn't even think to talk i was going to talk about this do you get it no well you should have it soon oh there it is (laughs) yeah so I wore this T-shirt all the time, and like I had giant teeth. Um, with yet another amazing show, and that it was my gimmick, Flying Ryan. I had my own merch. You, you didn't sit down in the boardwalk and someone drew this of you? No, <laughs> nope. This was a this was a shirt bought at uh, I believe Kmart, from what I can remember. I mean, it had to be Kmart, fucking Clover, or James Way because we weren't shopping anywhere else. Pretty sure it was, um, man, I wore this fucking shirt. This was my gimmick shirt squeezer. But when I wasn't playing my gimmick, I was doing, uh, other gimmicks. Like I talked about Razor Ramon. I bought paper clips and I made necklaces. They were my Razor's gold. (laughs) You're adorable. And I had my Jake the Snake bag and, you know, I do the, like drop them out on you and like the snake was coiled and it kind of was had a little heft to it and you could swing this around like indiana jones whip and accidentally smack your sister in the face <laughs> with it and give her like a bloody lip and have her crying you know your dad's threatening to strangle you with said snake uh that never happened though i'm just saying hypothetically <laughs> yeah but it was a little snake and uh, it was cool like eventually like I had it filled with pennies, and it was like a big money sack. I don't know what happened to the snake, <laughs> but the Jake... well, how 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 big was the snake? It's forty inches. 
Oh, that's a pretty good sized snake. It was a decent sized snake, yeah. And you could really hurt someone with it, trust me. <laughs> the <laughs> centrifugal force, when you whip that yeah. thing out. Oh, yeah. You, know, you could have just, you know, gotten like a stuffed a tube sock and put it in a pillowcase and. That wouldn't have been as cool, though. Nah, this was official WWF the branded official merchandise. Th- Vince along, with your phone, along with your foam belt? Uh, I didn't have the foam one at first. The first one I ever had was like a plastic one that you had to put a sticker on, and I decided to put the sticker myself, and it was all bubbly. It was the Hasbro mm. belt. So it was this big piece of plastic, and you put the sticker on, and then you run uh, like a, v- a vinyl... Uh, belt through it that has velcro strapping it had warrior home i could probably find well, i mean you got you're on all right here it is so this was the belt and this is the box it came in but the sticker, like, it looks like if you look at the box, the sticker was on it, Squeezer. The sticker was not on it. I remember when I got this for Christmas, it was, um, we went to Midnight Mass that year. So I was, I was it had to be like, not, I, I don't, I don't, no, fuck, did we go to Midnight Mass? You know, we either went to, went to Midnight Mass or we were going, we went to Mass that morning and we were allowed to open one present before we went to mass, and I got this belt, but I wanted to like wear it to mass, to church. <laughs> you see it like it's a piece of plastic with like a belt like sewn through it, like you you like lace it through it. I'm looking. I I I know the concept of the. Are you looking at the pictures it, I sent you? What did you send it to me? Yeah. Oh, you did I'm trying to Google it. And... No, look at the pictures I sent you. The first. Oh one. yeah yeah I got you. Now, now look at that kid also put the sticker on himself. See how shitty it's on? Yeah. Like, why didn't you put the sticker on yourself, for fuck's sake? Why didn't, like, the the factory put the sticker on? So that that was the first belt I had. Then then we went to an Ag Hall show later on, and my dad bought me the foam one that I have in my office. The one they sold in the merch catalog. Just want to see you walking in the church with that over your shoulder. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, there was also a WCW one that was actually pretty cool. Um, let me see. WCW toy belt. It was much better quality uh, than uh, the Hasbro one. It was made by Galoob. Can't find a good one. It was actually like plastic, and this it had like a fabric fabric strap. Uh, there you go. That's the, I, I bought. I got this like clearance for like five bucks, and I had this one too. I have a galoob belt. Yeah, I want. I, I wanted like a real. I would make belts out of construction paper and design my own championships. And we'd use like you know what contact paper is? It's like a laminate. Yeah. We we'd use contact paper to like seal them. So I'd, I'd cut arts and crafts boy. Yeah, I'd cut black 
uh, and then of course I made different color straps, but I'd cut the straps out. Did you make a white one? Hell yeah, I made a white one. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I thought that was so cool when the wrestlers would come out with different color straps. Nonetheless, I digress. Squeezer. Uh, I was you ta- should get one of, the, one of the new belts. What new belts? That you like so much. Oh, I hate those fucking belts. <laughs> I, help, I hope... I hope that with the Roman like unifying the championships, that they um, they make a new one that looks like a real belt. I don't not like the new design across the board. I know I like the United States Championship belt. I think that belt's fucking awesome. All right, it's I, I I'm talking like like uh, you, what the UFC did with like their belts, like like they're just. They kind of look similar. It's very just. Uh, I don't know. I don't get. I don't get it. I guess they, they do. They think the old stuff, like it looks too old, like it's dated. Like you need. It's not blingy enough. I don't. Know. I don't know. The United States Championship belt, the new one's pretty fucking cool, with the giant big old eagle on it. But uh, you just like eagles. I think eagles belong on belts. Sue me. <laughs> all right they belong in the wild <laughs> they belong on belts here is squeezer's second snake pick oh wrong fader hold on here we go what's this uh, this is the soundtrack. Do, it, it, listen to it. Like, it's a. Does it sound like a little bit like shake, rattle, and roll? Yes. Yeah, because this is snake rattle and roll. Uh, possibly my favorite, all-time favorite, uh, isometric uh, snake exploration and feeding game. Um, so yeah, snake rattle and roll. It was developed by Rare for uh, NES. Snake rattle and roll. I don't even know. Came came out in 1990. I talked about this once in the show, like long ago. Um, I absolutely adore this game. This is uh, on like oh, it looks like Marble Madness. Kinda, yeah. Um, yeah, this is on like my Mount Rushmore, like my personal games. I, I I absolutely love this game. I didn't have it first time around when I was a kid. My friend had it, and that's one of those things that. Oh, the games you like it even more. The games your friend has friend has are 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 in higher regard than the games you'll ever have. Yeah. Uh, eventually, when I was you know older and I was like on my second time, third time collecting NES games. Oh uh, yeah, you did you stop? I, I picked up for myself a few What's years that? ago. You were collecting NES again. Did you stop or are you still going? Oh, I stopped. Yeah. It was. It was when we moved. Like I had like that's the problem like shit gets boxed up and then i forget and then it just becomes a thing also because it became just a thing collecting like when i did it like the second and third time around it was still like you can find them places mm-hmm. like now it's like almost like there are none in the wild like you're not going to find that little old lady with box of nes games uh everyone's going to have them in baggies with stickers and they're going to want you know fucking 35 dollars for a copy of american gladiators Right, which it's 
maybe worth 30 but still um no they wanted fucking what was it castlevania i was gonna pick up they wanted like 45 bucks for it i can't do that like that's fucking nuts yeah um but yeah i i snake violent roll this game is so much fun the cover art is super cute too it's it's really like like the the heart the idea of like a fun nes game um like if you like it it just has that feel to it rather than like it's not like the edgy genesis thing or something like that it's just a clever little game that you don't have to like be killing bad guys uh, this you're that. instead you're going around as a little snakehead and eating up little nibbly pibblies. Oh. Now, if you want to get dark, you could argue that nibbly pibblies have a little whole community of their own, and they're being consumed in, in a horrific manner to feed the massive multicultural uh, conglomerate uh, snake monster that's consuming the world. Mm-hmm. If you want to go that way, mm-hmm, I do. Um, that's if HBO were to like turn this into a series, that's the route they would go. Um, but yeah, there's 11 isometric levels, which of course is always fun. You know me, I love my isometric games. There's yeah, oh Snake, yeah. Rattle, and Roll. For that. There's uh, Landstalker. And right. Fallout. I'm sure there's others. Marble Madness. Um, hmm? Marble Madness. Marble Madness, yeah. I prefer Snake, Rattle, and Roll. Over. I, I wasn't big on Marble Madness. I think it was just bad. And I didn't have it. So if you didn't have it, like, my friend had it. And it was one of those games that they had that I wanted to play, but they wouldn't play. Yes, that's exactly what Marble Madness was. It was a <laughs> game you wanted to play, your friends had, but no one who owned it wanted to play it. Uh, I'm so glad I'm not alone in this then. Yeah. Um, And it was just a fun, bright game. There's lots of colors, a lot of green. But... And you you would bounce around, and you could skim across the water, but then there was, like, little shark things that want to eat the snake in the water, and the music got all scary. Um, and then uh, sometimes little bombs would pop out, and you don't want to eat the bombs. You want to eat the nibbly-pibblies, because the bombs would cause you to lose your uh, <laughs> Can tail you just and keep saying nibbly-pibblies? <laughs> it's so much fun. Nibbly-pibblies. Um, yeah, I... I, I absolutely adore this game and when we were thinking snakes i'm like i need snakes 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 route snake rattle and roll because uh yeah it's in my it's in my top 10 uh nes games of all time for sure and it, it truly is like it's a real rare game when i don't say i don't say rare game like it's a rare game but it's clearly like rare knows what rare knew what they were doing they made fun games if you made a list like Name a fun game, and their odds are, odds are on odds on chance. Oh, it's funny when you say that. It sounds dumb. Um, is good chance it's one of theirs because they're fun games. Uh, let me th- uh, RC Pro Am, right? Uh, oh, Jordan vs. Bird, California games. Mm-hmm. Marble Madness. Mm-hmm. Oh, was that was rare. What's that? That was rare. Yeah, this is all, all rare. Yeah. Did you say Battletoads? Uh, Battletoads. I didn't. I didn't get there. I'm going down year by year. Battletoads. Uh, they also did Goldeneye. They're responsible for Donkey Kong. The Donkey Kong Land, which 
literally like to, oh, Killer Instinct. Yeah, like Donkey Kong up until then was a, a side character, mm-hmm. and he just blew up with you know because those games are so much fun. And then of course one of my favorites, uh, also uh, Star Fox is on there, uh, but uh, co- they're responsible for Conquer, which. Conquer's bad Conquer's fur day. Bad fur day is so much fun, and that that came out at, at the right time and the wrong time because it took every little ounce of power out of the N sixty four and and used it. But it also came out just too late, where it was like it was done. Everyone had moved on to the next system. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Perfect Dark, uh, which is a lot of fun. Which is basically uh, Golden Eye two. Golden Eye with uh, Golden Eye two with aliens. Mm. Uh, but yeah. God, they made a lot of fun games. And uh, Snake Run and Roll is uh, up there amongst them. All right. Um, I guess we could move to uh, my pick, right? Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to pull up the video version of this so I can watch along. Watching along with the rad years. Friday, let's move. Can you swim? Red Cross, Junior Lifesaver with clusters, bub. Silly me. Friday! Three back! I found the snake! Help! 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 Bring in there, miss! I'm coming! What the hell goes on down there? Who are those two clowns? Who are you? Friday, street back. Los Angeles police officer. Where are you from, miss? Anaheim. Uh-huh. I'm going to let it <laughs> scroll a little bit to hear so we could hear the end. So what what Strebeck by by Tom Hanks does is they're playing pagans, people against goodness and normalcy. And uh they're in cognito and he takes a bunch of the pills he has. Uh, from the sting mission and puts him down in the snake's mouth, holds it, the snake's eyes roll into its head, and its tail goes limp, and it releases the hold. But Strebeck has the best line. Anybody need some boots? <laughs> Anybody need some boots? <laughs> oh, so this is from the movie Dragnet, which is one of my, my dad's we watched this movie constantly when we were kids. It came out in June of 87 and we branded it from Blockbuster and my dad record, like taped over, like taped it, like dubbed it over. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And we watched it over and over and over. Uh, and it was uh, Joe Friday, who was the original Joe Friday's nephew and namesake from the show, the Jack Webb show. And um, he's just like such a straightened arrow. And Pat Strebeck, Pat, is it Pep Strebeck? Oh, I don't know. I've never been called out on pronouncing it right. Pep Streback is his uh, new partner, and they um, 
it's played by Tom Hanks and and Tom Hanks did comedy back then. Tom Hanks was great at comedy. Mm-hmm. And they're following a cult called the Pagans, the people against goodness and normalcy. Love me a good anagram. Like that, that, that's when you know you're a villain when yeah. Uh... Right. And they have this giant mongoloid now named Emil Muzz who they they uh, interrogate and they they um follow to this thing with the virgin Connie Swale who is in a uh, wedding dress and thrown into a water pit with a giant anaconda. And that's when Friday and Strubeck uh, save her in the scene we just heard. Um, but uh, the in, mo- in, their, uh, in their lamb chaps. Yes. Their goat chaps. Their goat chaps, yeah. The pagans are goat, goat chaps, yeah. Um, but uh, the movie then goes on from there where there's a love story between uh joe friday and the virgin connie swale um my one of my favorite the scene that like like captured my imagination as a kid is when uh friday and and strebeck aren't really talking to each other and strebeck's watching his wristwatch and he says i'm watching my tv and he's watching like television and that's an actual television wristwatch that existed obviously the picture on it wasn't real it was uh, um, superimposed. superimposed. But uh, I, as I was like, oh my god, that's now. Let me see, uh, Pep Strebeck's TV watch. Yeah, it was an actual. Yes, it was called the, and it was black and white only. And it was the Seiko. Uh, I don't know. It was the Seiko watch. What the fuck? There's like a, a, a plug-in and the tuner and everything. But it was an actual black and white Seiko TV watch. And Pep Strebeck's watching. I'm watching my TV. And I thought that was the coolest fucking thing. And that, that thing actually existed. You can only get like a really poor black and white picture. And it, like, how would how did they even receive like did so there, there was in? like there was like a receiver box you plugged in with like an eighth inch adapter to the top of it that uh-huh. had the antenna and uh, like the dial tune for TV and FM uh, receiving. And you get uh, like so you didn't just run a wire up your arm and then just wrap yourself in the coil and. Well, yeah. So it was a normal watch, but when you want to watch TV, you had to plug in the whole box to it. Gotcha. You know, the whole shtick to it. And um, it probably tuned in VHF and UHF stations locally. If well, Let me see. It looks like... Yes, VHF and UHF. Um, and there was video going right into a little black box that was on the top of it. And it was an actual... Uh, it, of course, it never probably worked as good as it did in that movie but god no. damn did that capture my imagina- imagination as a kid like are you fucking serious now we have like little computers on our wrists here but yeah yeah here's a here's a picture it of tells it. me how fat i am <laughs> like we can watch television we most of us watch television movies on their our Little phones we carry in our pockets. So, um, but back then this captured my imagination. Uh, but yeah, they wrestled a giant snake and dragnet. Did you get the picture to your text? 
That's, yeah, that's really clear. That's not from the movie. That's Seiko. That's their promo. Yeah, image. but that's the promo image. It's, and it's black and white. There's and, a, and the movie. I'm sure there's color. an asterisk. Asterisk. Yeah, the probably uh, the 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 contrast on that screen was probably awful. Yeah. All right. Uh, here is Squeezer's third pick. And now that I'm mayor, I might as well be marshal. I never thought I'd get a chance to wear Marshall Bravestar badge. <laughs> there! I'm the Marshall now! I've always liked that medallion, so I'll take it! And you can do thing about it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I had to. Um, again, it's one of those things. Um, oh, Brave Star. Oh, I can do Vipra. Uh, because, you know, when you're making a cartoon, you're like, all right, we need a bunch of villains. And you just start going down the list. Like, all right, what are some, like, evil animals that we can basically anthropomorphize and make a character out of? This well, was Mattel, right? Are, uh yes yeah they made masters of the universe yeah yeah they abused the shit out of snakes i want to use like 50 things from motu for this i'm like no 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 i'll go outside the box Uh, oh oh you went outside the box and i i went inside made a box in the box and then buried myself deep down inside that box because brave star and then and then the box folded in on itself and came a defensive fortress just like fort curio because that's what it did. True story. True, uh, Viper true story. Was, <laughs> what? True story. True story. Uh, Ripa, uh, Viper, she was a reptilianoid. Mm-hmm. That means she's like part snake and uh, part human. And with all the best characteristics of both. Um, and she wasn't... Whereas you had your typical villains, like, so Stampede's your big, big bad. And then Tex-Hex is, like, your your shredder go-to every week villain. And then you had a couple, like, henchmen uh, that answer to him. But Viper was more along the lines of, like, that Baroness kind of villain. Where, yeah, she worked for him, but she had her own motivations and was kind of sleazy and got a couple of her own episodes that she would throw Tex Hex under the bus. Like when she finds the, the magical book of the uh, gods, um, she uses it to cast spells. And the first thing she does is basically throw Tex Hex out of the universe so then she can become Stampede's number one with the intention of taking over for Stampede. And then she'll become the most powerful being in the universe. Um, and believe it or not, it failed miserably because, uh, after she wiped, rather than just kill Bravestar outright, she took the James Bond villain route and decided to just wipe his mind because she can use him more, use him later and that's not going to come back to haunt her. Well, it did. Of course it did. And now she's, now she's in Bravestar jail. Um, what was she, the Brave Star as, Jail called? 
Yeah. Does it have a cool name? Uh, Brave Star Jail? Yeah. Uh, it's just a jail at Fort Curium. It's actually a play set. It's pretty cool. I was about to say, and... there had to be a play set. Oh, yeah. It was pretty cool because so, and everything kind of exploded from six to or transformed with a puff of the little, uh, a little air bubble and hose. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a couple spring triggered ones too, like the uh, the safe. But yeah, there was there was a jail cell, and you, it was cool because the way it, like it snapped together, uh, like the whole set could be disassembled and reassembled. Uh, but you would build the jail, and then you can. There's actually a key for the jail cell. You can lock them in, but there's also a little thing you can blow your little bubble and boom, blow up the jail, and then she could escape. Uh, at, at the the end of the first season in the 65-episode run, she had not yet escaped. Hmm. She would good be a good secondary villain when, when we reboot the series, um, when I when I start becoming its showrunner. Um, yes. But that's that's in the distant future. Have you written a pilot yet? Uh, I got my napkin pitch, remember, <laughs> from back in the day? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, no one does pilots anymore. You just go, hey, hey. I got an idea, and then uh, they throw money at you. Oh, I didn't know that's how it worked. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Wasting all that time writing words. All right. Oh. God damn. No, you just make shit up. Like, hey, there's going to be a polar bear. Why? Eh, fuck them. Um, Sold. Uh, here's <laughs> $1.5 million for the pilot. Um. Viper was... Uh... Alec Berg so got had... fired from ABC for that pilot, by the way. Oof. Alec Berg. Just because it cost too much? He greenlit a pilot for like, I, I don't know, I say $1.5 million, but it, it was probably like more. And yeah. it was the, the most expensive pilot in television history. And they were like, what? <laughs> and then it made him a whole bunch of money and he stayed yeah. on as a producer, but... Then it turned yeah. into the piece of shit that it was, but it still like put ABC back on the map with Grey's Anatomy, also the two of them. Which I think Grey's Anatomy, from from what I'm seeing, Enchantress still watches it, so I think it still happens. It's still on. Yeah, it's like a soap opera at night. Jeez. Um, yeah. Now, now, like 1.5 million for a show is on budget for Lost Pilot. Oh, between ten and fourteen million. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, she uh, she always talks with the little. Maybe that's what it is. I'm a reptilianoid. She has that little snaky lisp. You know that they always have every snake character has to have that little yes. hissy sound. I talk like this to them. Um, and like she's this. got the green complexion, and she's with her outfit kind of looks like it's like scaly a bit. Um, very um, very curvy figure. Uh, she's got going on for a little kids show. What's her name? Um, I want to look at this woman. Vipra. Vipra. Like spell Viper, but get rid of the e and then add an a at the end. Brave star, with two r's. Okay, I see how little squeeze, yeah. little squeezy was interested in her, especially the way yeah. she's grabbing Brave Star here. Uh huh. Yeah, he's like, yeah, no. "Oh no, don't touch me! I only let my horse touch me like that." His his name is Thirty Thirty. 
Ooh, of course and there's He's not this... a horse. He's a equestrianoid. Squeezer, someone beat you to it. What's that? Hold on. Check your text. What's the rule of the internet? Oh, no. I've seen it. Oh, okay. You've seen this one? Hang on. This is a family show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's actually my wallpaper. <laughs> uh... I'm not, I don't know about the lobster scaling. I mean, I don't know how effective that is. I mean, I, I would definitely go for, a, like, a kidney shot there because, oh, you know, zero protection. Who goes right for the abdomen? Have really? you seen this? Jesus Christ. It's a family show. What is this? What's this? Oh, hang on. Scrolling, scrolling. That's just weird is what that is. That is weird. A sexy woman brave star. Yeah, okay, hang on. I got to update my wallpaper. <laughs> um, but yes, Viper, not not the the best villain. Who's the uh, snarf? The deputy? Uh Deputy Fuzz? Fuzz, okay. He looks yeah, like Yeah, the, the 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 uh snarf, the, snarf. the orco of Brave Star. Well, yeah, he, and he looks like he looks like Snarf. Yeah, he kind of yeah, it's, I guess Snarf is a better Snarf, snarf. Yeah. yeah, Deputy Fuzz. You see this? This is a pretty badass. Badass fucking Brave Star. Someone drew Brave Star looking badass. Oh, that's pretty sweet. That's how, that's how I'd cast it. Yeah. I don't know why he's holding 3030's rifle, but... <laughs> Maybe... No. no. Don't go there. He's the last of his kind. Okay. All right. Ah, okay. So, what's next? Me? Uh, yes. Your turn. There it is. Hell, dude. Send your mom and daddy out of the room. I gotta get you up on this. You know who I am. Snake. Dealing in weed, coke, crack. Your choice. Take one hit and you'll do anything to cop more. Steal from your mama. Lie. Cheat on your homeboys. But hey, that's the price you pay when you deal with dudes like me. Now, some folks will tell you that I'm dealing in poison. But hey, do I look like the kind of guy that would do that to a kid like you? Yes. Ah, you couldn't watch Disney Afternoon on WPIX 11 without seeing this fucking infomercial. <laughs> the Snake, the Partnership for a Drug-Free America Snake infomercial, uh, debuted in 1986. Uh, infamous for uh, scaring the living fuck out of kids. Yep. Uh, he's uh, a young man, um, most likely drugs. Uh, he is a personification of drugs and a drug dealer and a friend who would give you drugs, giving some drugs to other teenagers. And then he faces the camera and says, hey, little dude, as if he's talking to you watching Disney Afternoon, send your mommy and daddy out the room. I got to get you up on this. It would have been cooler if he said this shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then as he's walking, he his head keeps transforming a little bit as he's walking in the dark. You know who I am, Snake. Dealing in weed, coke, crack, your choice. Take one hit and you'll do anything to cop more. That's what usually weed too. And coke coke is good, but Pepsi at that that year was <laughs> I would, you know, the big slam. Uh he's he's um 
slightly shaped, and he goes, steal from your mama, lie, cheat on your homeboy. But hey, that's the price you pay for dealing with dudes like me. Don't cheat on your homeboy is all I ask of you. God damn. I mean, what is this, an ad for recruiting for Congress? (laughs) They cheat on their homeboys (laughs) all the time. Uh, Now, some folks will tell you that I'm dealing in poison. But hey, and then he comes out and he's got an old fucking snake face. Do I look like the kind of guy who would do that to a kid like you? This is paid for by the Partnership for a Drug-Free America. Paid for by Nancy Reagan. (laughs) Just say (laughs) no. Um, The actor who played Snake was Keith Amos, an actor from Maryland who had small roles on shows like General Hospital, Family Matters, and 21 Jump Street. The PSA played in a 15-minute showreel of his career during an appearance at the 1990 Kunta Quinta Festival in Annapolis where he demonstrated children the tricks drug dealers used to get them hooked. Keith Amos passed away in... This isn't no, funny. No, no, no. I was about to make a joke, but I can't. Keith Amos passed away on November 22nd, 1998 due to chronic asthma. Had nothing to do okay. with drugs. Oh, God, I thought it was going to go that way. No. Uh, I was going to say it, but I'm like, nah, it was chronic asthma. I could die that from that too. So I should just, um, it was made, it was literally, literally, as you would say, literally made to scare children. And it did. It was fucking scary. Uh, it's the voice that did it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that and being a horrific snake monster, man. Yes. They should really, they should redo this like for like junk food now. Uh, that's true. Maybe like leave fat snake. Leave. We're going to end the con. just. <laughs> you know who I am? Snake. <laughs> oh, I just say a Whopper melt. <laughs> and then right take... into a Burger King commercial. <laughs> Once you take one hit, you'll do anything to got more. It's not wrong. It's not, it's not wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's being put into a, the back of an ambulance going for a triple bypass. You'll steal from your mama. Lie and cheat. That's kind of what Uncle Bix does to me. He doesn't steal from me, but he lies and cheats on on his homeboy. Uh, every every me. time he signs his paycheck, he steals from you. Uh, but he he lies and cheats on me on uh, I'm his homeboy. It says cheat on your homeboy uh, to get Yakos and um, uh, Burger King and Arby's. But that's the price you that could be Uncle Vex. But that's the price you pay for dealing with dudes like me. There you go. If you people hear this impression, you're wondering what does this person look like? <laughs> look up the commercial. Honest to God. It's really close. About the same amount of teeth, too. Two fangs and one, one fangs. snake tongue. And then a snake tongue sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> After all these years. Oh. <laughs> it's good for ya. The voice changes for no reason. Don't forget to smoke cigarettes, do ya? It's true. I have my child cancer. Oh, this, when he's calling his hair soldier. <laughs> Do it for daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Elmo dying of emphysema. 
Uh, but yes, look up this PSA. I know uh, Matt Dinosaur Dracula has talked about it on Purple Stuff before on like stuff that's shouldn't be as scary. They did like a show about stuff that shouldn't be as scary, and it is. And I'm like, yeah, that fucking shit was scary when it's kind of you that. And you thought like, did you think those drinking and driving commercials like if you drank anything in a car, like that was illegal? No, because I didn't... I didn't... I thought that. I thought you couldn't drink anything in a car. I was an idiot. You're just sweet. Still, still have. Here's your next pick. Indy, why does the floor move? Give me your torch. have to be snakes because <laughs> he's afraid of snakes because eventually they reveal <clears throat> in uh last crusade that it's because when he was a kid and he was on the train for the uh circus circus thank you i was trying to since it doesn't exist anymore i forgot what it was called uh for the circus uh he fell into a pit of snakes yes. and hence where his fear liver, may river have Phoenix. developed and then he died from Snake giving him drugs. Yeah, sad. Was that too far? Yeah, it was too far. It was kind of hurtful. I'll take it back. It was going to be the next big thing. Yeah. Uh, I- Indiana Jones hated snakes. He was scared of snakes. Spiders didn't bother him, but snakes. Uh, that's where he. That's where he drew the line. Um, men being disemboweled by a propeller prop. Uh, no biggie. But snakes, snakes are scary. And I, I don't know. Are are you? Do you have a, a fear of snakes? Like an un, unnecessary fear? I don't like them. No, I mean they don't like. If you have like a little garter snake, are you like ah? Nah, nah. But like like but if there's like a rattlesnake like sitting, I'm like oh shit yeah I'm scared because it's a rattlesnake, you know. Asps are also bad. They killed Cleopatra. Uh, they were um, asps were bad in Final Fantasy too. Yes. Um. So, uh, good old Steven Spielberg. Um, George Lucas joked that he didn't want to direct this because he didn't want to deal with the snakes. Uh, Spielberg. This is going back to that scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark. So. You know, he they look down and they're just snakes everywhere. And you have an idea, and you're like, oh, 2,000 snakes is a lot. And they were going to go with, uh, they are going to try and attempt at, like, some mechanical snakes and stuff, and it just, it wasn't working out. Mechanical snakes? Yeah. However you're going to do that. Again, that's why they went with the real snakes. Mm. So, they get, like, 2,000 snakes. They fill this room with 2,000 snakes, set the shot. And they're like, oh, that's not a lot. 
It, it didn't look like enough. We need so, more. Ooh. More. Yes. <laughs> um, so, like, they put a call out, and they got, like, an additional 4,000, 5,000 snakes delivered to set, which I don't know. Like, is that, like, a bulk thing? Do they just come all at once? Or is it, like, you called, like, 4,000 people that have, like, a snake or two, and everyone just kind of shows up, and... They called EJ... They, they, they called EJ the Snake Man. Yeah. That was uh, Brian Nobbs. Uh, speaking of wrestling, one of the nasty boys, Brian Nobbs, he went to Whitehall. His whoop, uh, whoop. his uncle... Yeah, like Squeezer. He went to Squeezer's alma mater. I was just talking to Enchantress the other day. She's reading a book by Laura Weissenberger. She wrote Devil Wears Prada. Oh, yes. And I've I was like, oh, Parkland's most famous Parkland's most famous alum. And she's like, oh, she went to Parkland? I go, yeah, she's like the only famous alum who went to Parkland besides <laughs> Pete Gruner, Billy Kidman. And meanwhile, y'all got fucking the Nasty Boys. Yeah. Well, anyway, Nasty Boys' uncle apparently Represent. was the, uh, uh, well, Brian Nobbs' uncle was EJ the Snake Man. And he had like a like a station wagon. And he'd drive to school with snakes, J- uh, J- or at least hillbilly schools, because Jake, Jake told me all about this. <laughs> hillbilly schools, squeezer. Oh, but not a hillbilly school. No, 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 no. Oh, Jake's oh, schools were hillbilly yeah. schools. It's, it's probably like a one-room one schoolhouse. Yeah. You know? They didn't wear shoes. Mountain folk. Yeah. <laughs> Taught you how to, you know, drink moonshine properly. Wash and, and it, wash your wash your shirts yeah. on a on a yeah. one of those baseboards. Yeah, go go to the bar with your mom and dad and have a beer and play the bumba. Yeah. <laughs> Was that the the leather corner pose? LCP. You did that? Uh, no, not not like as a not as a as a family. Doing all that together, I didn't go there until I was old enough to drink. Oh, did Not Jake do that? Old enough to, you know, just walk. <laughs> so Jake did do this. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know if he'd come down the mountain far enough to LCP though. Yeah, yeah, because then you got to go up the mountain. Yeah, that's so. down by me. That's that's down yeah. by the the city folk. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the border. It's that that gray area. Um, Applewood's over there now. They're building all those. Oh well, yeah, now, now, now. Yeah, yeah. You go back, and that was just that horse pasture, and <laughs> yeah. All right, then continue with Indiana Jones. Oh, um, yeah. So they brought in like an additional like four thousand snakes to flush flush it out because, like, when you establish the shot and you look, and it's like because it's a big room and it's not a lot of snakes, um. They were mostly all non-venomous. The only ones... Oh, excuse me. Bubbles. Only venomous being the cobra that is staged for him to, like, react to. Because it just looks cool. Like, with the the fins, fans, folds. What, what's the what's that cobra thing? The hood. Hood. Mm. Hood. It's hood. You know, it's iconic, so it gives you that look, and it's also very scary. How many snakes did Pee Wee Herman save from the pet store? Oh. Uh, that had to be at least 5,000. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was all those snakes uh, that were starred in uh, in Raiders. Mm. Yeah. Um, and there were, 
And then, oh, there also were plenty of non-snakes, too. Not everything was a snake. There were a lot of uh, uh, legless lizards. Um, hmm. Yeah. So, snake that fillings. That they brought in as well. Snake, snakes, so not necessarily 7,000 snakes, but maybe like 3,000, 4,000 snakes and like 2,000, 3,000 legless lizards. Perhaps. Legless I, I, lizards? Is this real? Am I Google? Yeah. Oh, they look just like a snake. Yeah. It's slow worm, a legless lizard. That's a snake. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. But, I'm, most people, only like there's certain people that would stick around long enough to pick one up and go, oh, you're not a snake. You're a legless lizard. These you lizards know? are distinguishable I, I, from either snakes. Either way, their heads come off with a spade shovel the same way. <laughs> They possess eyelids, external ear openings, lack broad belly scale, and a notch. Oh, rather they're than people. Forks tongue. <laughs> You're describing people having two more or less equal lungs. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. Huh. Man, they look just like snakes. Yeah, I was like legless lizards. Are you making this up? Oh, you're right. I when I do make stuff up, I I. I I'm much more clever than that. Just because <laughs> it really is just a, it's a nature's shitty joke. It's like, hey, we have lizards and snakes. Let's uh, you guys can be somewhere in between, and you're not invited to either party. <laughs> it's just sit at home. It's kind of like me. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you're, but you're yeah, invited it, to all the parties. Oh, I know. I just don't go because I don't. I don't want to. I'd rather sit by myself in the dark and play video games while having a beer and eat some cheese. Mm, that's true. That's a party. That is. Um, yeah, uh, there were plenty of injuries. A lot of people got bit. I think there was an assistant director at one point that had uh, an, a python or an anaconda basically like swallowing his arm, and he had to instruct the crew how to remove it. Hmm. It's like, yeah, just give it a little twist. Thank you. We're good. All right, moving on. Um. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I don't think it sounds like a lot of fun <laughs> to be shooting with that many snakes. Um. But yeah, it's an iconic shot from uh, Raider uh, Raiders, and, it, and then it's cool because they go back through and like like I said at the beginning, um, of uh, Last Crusade and kind of give a genesis of the whole thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Why does it always have to be snakes? Why does it always have to be snakes? For me, it's the spiders. I get so skeeved out uh, when he just kind of swats off the tarantulas with his whip at that point. Like, on the, ugh. Oh, the tarantula. Did you watch Jackass Forever yet? No. Oh, God, don't. Oh, uh, I can't. <clears throat> I can't even play... There, There's, like, games where I... I don't like to play. I will skip through stuff because they're spiders. Really? Yeah. Like what? I can't stand them. Uh, Skyrim. There's actually a mod that you can use that removes the spiders. What about Legend shit. of Zelda? The first big boss in Ocarina of Time is a spider. Yeah, but it, it's it, it not. It doesn't look scary. It's not that bad. It's a pretty scary spider. Uh, I, uh, it's, yeah, not 64 bits. I'm not not that bad. Okay. I still get a little skeevy. 
I didn't know you had uh, as much uh, spider skeeve. The, the arachnophobia? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't watch arachnophobia. Oh, really? Lo- that movie's no. hysterical. No, I can't watch it. Hmm. All right, here is my next pick. And I love me some John Goodman. I know, right? This is music from the Game Boy game Serpent, which is one of the snake games. It's a genre of video games that you might all think started with Nokia phones. Remember everyone playing snake on their Nokia phone? Oh, that's how I got through math class. Yeah. Um, But they date back to 1976, a two-player arcade game, Blockade from Gremlin Industries. You can play Snake on TRS-80s, Snake on IBM computers. It's really easy. If it, if it, if you were able to play it on a Nokia phone back in 1998, you were easily like that. That's an old school ass video game. Um, and there was I I remember playing Serpent on um, and it looked just because it had the green screen and everything. It looked just like Snake on a fucking Nokia back mm-hmm. in that. Um, so. Uh, Blockade developed and published by Gremlin in 1976. It was a clone it was cloned as Bigfoot Bonkers in the same year. In 1977, Atari released two Blockade-inspired titles, the arcade game Dominoes and the Atari VCS game Surround. Surround was one of nine Atari VCS launch titles, and it was sold by Sears under the name Chase. Shit was weird back then. Uh, they all just cloned each other. The first known home computer version titled Worm was programmed by uh, 1978 by Peter uh, Trefanos for the TRS-80. Um, published by Clode Magazine in the same year. This was followed shortly after by same by versions with the same author for the Commodore Pet and the Apple II. A clone of the Hustle Arcade game itself, a blockade, a clone of blockade, was written by Peter. Trefanos in 1979 and published by Claude. Man. I remember playing Snake on my fucking uh, TI-82 too. Mm-hmm. But I played bowling the most on that. And Drug Wars. Oh, I forgot about Drug Wars. Yeah, Drug Wars was a shit. Um... So it's basically this long line that it eats apples, and as it eats apples, it uh, grows longer, and you have to continue eating the apples without like hitting a part of your snake self. Is that a good way to describe it, Squeezer? I think that makes the most yeah. It's like it's like Tron, but with a snake. Exactly like Tron. Yes, uh, the light cycle segments of Tron. Um. Yeah, we're very much. Oh, that just popped in there. Yeah. Huh. What just popped in there? Hmm. Tried to think. Uh, there was a snake game called Serpent for Game Boy, which I was playing earlier. Uh, Mirka Chase was a snake game on Neopets, whatever the fuck that is. Um. 
Google released a version of the game as an Easter egg in 2017 whenever the phrase snake, play snake, or snake game, or snake video game were typed. Uh, the Nokia phone version. Snake was the first published by Nokia for monochrome phones. It was pub programmed in 1997 by Tonelli Amardo of Nokia and introduced first on the Nokia 60, uh, 6110, the 6110. Snake 2 was included on uh, Nokia phones, the 3310 and the from 2000. Probably had more music on it. Snake Zenzia included a later model monochrome phones. Snake EX included on color phones, first introduced on the Nokia 9290 communicator. Um, you could multiply with Bluetooth or infrared. Snake EX2 was introduced on the Nokia 3100. Uh, Snakes, a 3D version designed for the N-Gage in 2005, featured multiplayer through Bluetooth. Later, Nokia started pre-installing it without multiplayer on some N-Series phones. Snake 3, a 3D version different from Snakes, um, was pre-installed in the Nokia 3250s in 2005. We're two years away from the iPhone here, so Nokia is about to be dead in the water. Yeah, oh no. Um, then the sequel Snake Subsonic was in 2008 for the N-Gage 2.0 Snake Zenzia again uh, and then Snake 2017 was released for Facebook Messenger uh, it was really popular though especially on the Nokia phones yeah that was kind of my go to it was the only thing you could really uh, what was the other game that was on there Probably some sort of like kind of sucked, like uh, like I know uh, I had a uh, BlackBerry and that had um, that uh, what the fuck was that game that was first Wozniak design? Breakout. Yep, Breakout. Oh. Oh well, yeah, I played Breakout. All that was, I'm, I mean, I'm an Arkanoid guy. It's also on my well, Breakout. Breakout was on uh, all the Blackberries, so that was like the first game. Uh, but I, you know, what I played the most? I had my first color iPod, iPod video. It had a, and I made my first iPod. It had um, uh, Solitaire on it, and I'd always play Solitaire on my iPod. Uh, I'd sit there constantly playing Solitaire on my iPod. I listened to music just playing Solitaire on my iPod. And the click wheel made it really easy to play. All right. So that's hmm. that's my pick there. Nice. Here's your last pick, Squeeze. Oh, hold on. Let me restart it. Oh, okay, Marge. I'll get along with them. Then I will hug some snakes. Yes, I will hug and kiss some poisonous snakes. No, that's sarcasm. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to get that one in because that's eh, stuck in my head since we started this. I love that line. Um, because there isn't much audio to be found about the what do you call them? Wiggle snakes, jointed toy snakes, or uh, tier two or three uh, ticket prizes at the Showbiz Pizza, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, it, it's a, I would say it's a good solid two steps up from a, uh, a spider ring. Maybe one up from, uh, like a little, 
a whistle of some kind. But down from like uh, full scale like jewelry, if you will, or mm-hmm. some kind of interactive one of those little games that you get with the little ball, like the little uh, maze games that you know, mm-hmm, the little mm-hmm. bead in it that you throw in the trash before mm-hmm, you leave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yes, your uh, your various wiggle snakes, uh, usually somewhere around a foot long or so, and they're just little pieces of jointed plastic. Sometimes with a sticker on top each one to add some kind of snaky like pattern. And if you hold it by the tail and you hold it straight, it kind of sticks straight out and you wiggle it just enough and it kind of wiggles back and forth like a snake. And you can bother your friends with it. Or your sister, in my case. And then, you know, you either lose it, forget it, or throw it out before you even leave the place. But, in the time that you had that snake, you developed some very, very fond memories. I don't know how much more can I talk about wiggle snakes. They were there was like it was that was one of the things I would aim for. Like it was a goal to me. Um, I would pump tons of tokens into a machine and come back out and you get I don't know forty five fifty tokens. You know and like because you know you never wanted to just oh I got five tokens you know give me the spider ring one I don't like spiders but two like you you want to feel like you earn something and this is. This is on the road to, like, that Sega Genesis that's sitting on the back shelf. Like, I'm not going to get there, but I'm close. And I'm going to get a wiggle snake. Now you can go on the internet and buy, like, a dozen of them for $2. Yeah, but you buy it, you buy it, but when you win it in battle. Yeah, you have to win it. Yes, in battle. Yeah. Yes. I took down, like, hundreds of those... Little furry critters with the ski ball launching gun. Yeah, I prefer down the clown with throwing. I have a good uh, pitching arm at short distances, so Uh, (laughs) I prefer down the clown. I have a good pitching arm at short distances. Right. If (laughs) if they move that pitcher's mound like eight feet from the batter, man, (laughs) give me the... Well, you might well be on your way. Cy Young Award, pal. Yeah, they're trying to increase scoring. <laughs> so actually, next year, they're going. There's the pitcher's mound, and then the tee is going to be right on top of the plate, and the pitcher will run up, put the ball in the tee, and then run back to the pitcher's mound, and then the batter hits the ball. You've been talking a uh, negative too much. <laughs> All right, let's let's wrap this show up. Put a bow on All right. my last pick. Wiggle snakes. Oh. them up this was the introduction to the world to cobra mother fucking kai 
the most badass dojo in the fucking planet. Played by Sensei Kreese, Johnny Lawrence, a star pupil, baddest skis and karate, the black with the yellow trim and the fucking giant cobra on the back. This is strike first, strike card. No mercy. I'm a big fan of the Karate Kid movie squeeze, and I like Cobra Kai, but I was even a bigger fan when they re. So, just Karate Kid 1, great. Karate Kid 2, fucking love it. Karate Kid 3, mm-hmm. I like it enough. I love 2 and 1 the bows, and I like 3. Next Karate Kid, okay, it's all right. Jaden Smith, Will Smith reboot. <laughs> Jackie Chan, no thanks. But then, then they, 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 I forget the phrase, the sequel, reboot sequel phrase they have with Cobra Kai as a TV show. Johnny Lawrence reforming Cobra Kai. Man, was it fucking good. But I don't know. As a kid, I always thought Cobra Kai was badass. I mean, I like Danielson and Miyagi-Do, and, but man, did I want one of those Cobra Kai geese so fucking bad. Squeeze are so bad. <laughs> and they sold them, too, as pajamas. But, you know. They sold them at like expensive stores. It's pajamas, not fucking Kmart. <laughs> so I got the Flying Ryan t-shirt. I didn't get the Cobra Kai gee pajamas. Pajamas. You know, whatever they had at the House of Bargains is what I was wearing. Not fucking <laughs> the Sears wish book. Not for little Ryan. Not for little Flying Ryan, Squeezer. It wasn't in the uh-huh. cards. I didn't have much to say. I figured I'll bring up Cobra Kai because it was fucking awesome. But what do you yeah. say about Cobra Kai? I could see you joining them. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah, I'd join Cobra Kai. Yeah. yeah, you always wanted to be Cobra Kai. I always wanted to be a young teen girl with a bunch of birds on a roof. <laughs> What's stopping you from making the dream come true? Ah, <laughs> uh, I got a family now. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, birds are kind of dirty. Birds are very dirty. Yeah. And girls are icky, so. <laughs> yeah, you're not icky. You're a sweet boy. No. no, I'm not icky at all. All right, well, I guess that's it. That's our that's our, that's our snake show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there, you got your impression. <laughs> My impression of Squeezer. Yeah, I, I do a snake impression every episode, so there you go. You are a sweet, sweet boy snake, Squeezer. Oh, thanks. Um, but How do you tell the difference between a girl and a boy snake? Uh, boys have penis, girls I'm not, have vagina. I'm not, Jake, I'm not setting you up for a joke there. I said boys have penis, girls have vagina. Oh. <laughs> Kindergarten cop rolls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, wow, I just realized that taught me more than my parents ever did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what they say when it's the end of the show, Squeezer. I uh, quiz you on what's next week's show about. Oh, shit, yeah. Wow, I even got the first part wrong. Uh, it is, and I clearly know what this is because I'm always prepared um, having it right in front of me on my list. Retro of, Easter um, Basket. Rest- Retro Easter Baskets is our next show. Because it's Easter after it, the Sunday crap, after next it is, isn't it? Sunday after next week's show is Easter. So we're gonna talk Easter baskets. 
Then on 420, even though it'll upload on 421, we're talking about marijuana in the 80s and 90s and movies and TV shows. No oh, fun. It's marijuana. It's our weed show. The weed show. The weed show. Then f- the next week we talk everything Simpsons. Uh, Part two. We start May with school field trips. Uh, then we do another arcade episode. TV season finales on May 18th. Retro Ooh. fast food and restaurants four on May 25th and June. Oh, man. We start June with CDs, tapes we had as kids. And then on June 8th, to celebrate the Jurassic Dominion, we are doing another Jurassic Park show. And then I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about all summer, but God damn, will we be here and talking about it. Nice. It's going to be fun. Friday it's going to be a lot of fun. It's gonna, it, You're going to like it. Yeah, you're going to. You're going to, pal. That takes yeah. us to summer. Oh, man. Almost, like almost summer. Like two weeks away from summer. God damn. And then uh, we'll have summer shows, and then we'll be doing fucking Halloween and Christmas shows. I was just going to say, it's going to be Halloween show soon. Yeah, right. We're six months out from Halloween, so, you know, we're halfway to Halloween, as they say. Oh. Yeah. God damn. All right, but no fear join us next week uh when we will be talking easter because fuck halloween we're east we're in easter mode squeezer yeah well uh i am rk and i am squeezer and that's been the rad ears podcast